I was a man who felt his best when things were under control. I'm just saying I tried to live my life in an orderly fashion. I don't think I was an ever overly controlling type. Maybe that's what drew me to carpentry in the first place. I love finding great pieces of wood, admiring the grain and the contours, and imagining its potential. What might it become? A chair? A table? A tool? I'd build a set of chairs and imagine fathers and mothers sitting down with their children for a meal. Or a rabbi spreading out his scrolls on a table I had built for him, studying the Torah late at night by candlelight. It made me feel useful, like I had a purpose in life. I didn't need the whole world to make sense. I just liked taking raw, untamed materials and shaping them into something that had structure and order. And I swear, I'm not a control freak. Well, even if I was, God had other plans for that. So back in my day, families had arranged marriages, but I fell for her almost right away. We both knew almost immediately that it was the perfect match. The time was right. We felt like we had completed one another and that God had ordained our relationship. I went with my father to propose marriage. She accepted. Our families blessed our union. I returned with my father to prepare our home during our betrothal. Our loved ones began preparing for the wedding feast. Everything was going just how I liked it. Smooth, uncomplicated. It was... <sighs> but then, it all changed. See, even as a young woman, Mary had this presence about her. She could look you right in the eyes, and it wasn't to challenge you or seek your approval. It's just as if she could see you. She had faith in God that was simple but wise and strong as cedar. But then she told me she'd seen an angel and that she'd been told she was going to have a baby, and that baby was from God, and that baby would become the Messiah. It was all so odd. She was still herself, her eyes clear as the night sky in the wilderness. I couldn't figure it out. It's almost as if it would have been easier if she had just loved someone else, or had some sort of mental break, at least then there would have been some sort of explanation. She seemed lucid, yet she was telling me the impossible. I was shattered. My heart went numb. I could barely speak. You see, in a village like Nazareth, this sort of thing would have shattered her for the rest of her life. And I didn't want that for her. But I knew I couldn't raise another man's child or live my life with a crazy person. So I decided on breaking off the engagement quietly. I figured she would move somewhere else and start over. And I could go back to making tables and chairs and forget about all of it. But then I had this dream. And the funny thing is, I knew it was a dream, but it wasn't like any other dream. I couldn't wake myself up. 
I was paralyzed. And then my vision came into razor sharp focus and I could see every detail of this angel. Mary's angel. It's like my mind had been taken captive by a new reality. The angel addressed me as Joseph, son of David. And somehow I knew what was coming next. It had been a thousand years, but I knew I was a descendant of the king. God was sending his son. His name was to be called Jesus. And he would offer rescue for all of us. The angel confirmed what Mary had already tried to tell me. I just wish, I wish I believed her. I needed everything to make sense to me, you know? My truth and my understanding. But when I heard this news, it all clicked. Mary and I became husband and wife, knowing we had chosen to raise God's son. And as a bonus, I got my girl back. <laughs> yes, God is good. Most of you know the story how Jesus was born. And if you don't, well, they're gonna sing a song about it in a minute. But before they do, let me ask you something. Did you ever realize that it was me who was the connection to the royal bloodline of David and not Mary? She was also his descendant, but from a different family line. It is me who's the connection to Solomon and the line of kings. Most people don't think about that. <laughs> I know, kind of funny when you think about it, right? I mean, I wasn't Jesus's blood relative, but I adopted him as my own. God had fulfilled his covenant with my ancestors, but with Jesus, everything changed. It wasn't about a physical bloodline anymore. It was about adoption into God's family. Later on, over and over again, Jesus and his disciples would say that anyone who knew him, who loved him and recognized him as Savior and Lord could be called a son or daughter of God. It wasn't about where you're from anymore, who your ancestors were, or even if you've been a good or bad person. God sent Jesus, my little boy. And if you know Jesus, then you are invited to the wedding celebration of the ages. When I look back on it, it's my nature to see the beauty and poetry of it all. I can see God's craftsmanship and master hand guiding our every step. But when it was happening, it was scary. We couldn't catch a break. It was like one mishap after another, away from home, sleeping in a barn. Not exactly a royal greeting, but a humble beginning for the King of Kings. But God made us a promise, and we whispered that to one another, that he was with us. He had chosen us. We were deep in darkness, but a light was coming.